I don't know how much space is on this memory card that Nathan gave me. So Uh-oh. if it runs out in the middle and we don't get it, then we don't get it. And okay. Talk fast. That's it. We'll talk Say fast. Say something important at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to The Greatest Gift Podcast, where we empower and uplift parents by reminding them why they chose to give their children the gift of homeschooling. Our goal is to reframe and redefine the stereotype of homeschooled kids as we highlight the positives and explore the negatives with honesty and hope. Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Greatest Gift Podcast. Hey, guys. I know that it's been a long time. We apologize. We were doing... Some uh, studio work in here in our studio. Yeah, this is so nice. We have a custom-made table now. Um, We have some padding on the walls. Let's keep bragging about all the good stuff we have. (laughs) I'm just saying it was worth the time, I think. (laughs) Though it has been a very long time since we've done an episode. Uh, Before we go on, I'm going to turn up the volume. Yeah, so we figured since it's close to Christmas time, it would make sense for us to talk a little bit about Christmas and maybe what that looks like in our homes now or what it used to look like. Uh, Maybe share just, I don't know, when it's Christmas time, that's the only time you really talk about Christmas, so we might as well take the opportunity. Christmas or Hanukkah. Oh, right, Or Kwanzaa. And the New Year's coming up, too. It feels so weird to say 2022. It does feel a little weird, That is it? a mouthful. I don't love it. No, it's I'm just going to go ahead and get out in front of it and say, I don't think 2022 is going to be that good. Oh, my goodness, Jay. <laughs> don't, don't speak that over the <laughs> airwaves. My goodness. I have, I have high hopes. We're getting our puppy. So oh. that happens in January. At least that's one good thing that's going to come out of 2022. I am partially joking. We are going to have a baby in 2022. So that is actually going to be amazing. Yeah, you have to stay positive about that one. It's going to be good. That one is going to be good. (laughs) But today we wanted to, yeah, talk a little bit about what our whole situation looked like during the holiday season as homeschoolers and kind of what it looks like now. But before we get into all that stuff, hey, you got to say quote of the day. Yeah, and this one's just a classic, which I'm sure everyone's heard before. Um, But this comes straight from The Grinch. Um, Wait, for real? Yes. Um, (laughs) Dr. Seuss is called a doctor for a reason. You know, that insight goes deep. Because he can prescribe you, uh, you know, different medications and things like that. Medication for your heart and soul. Okay. Yes, Dr. Seuss says it so well when he says, Maybe Christmas, he thought, doesn't come from a store. Maybe Christmas, perhaps, means a little bit more. I could definitely count on one hand how many presents I specifically remember receiving for Christmas. (laughs) But I have so many memories uh, full of nostalgia of our different traditions and the f- general feeling that Christmas brings based off of the way that we celebrate it in our home during the holidays. And so I think this quote rings true. You know, it's mm. not about what you give your kids. It's about the memories tied to the season. And so I just, I know that a lot of parents get stressed 
specifically about gift giving because it can be as stressful as you want to make it, (laughs) (laughs) but it doesn't have to be the focal point. Yeah, isn't that a bummer? That's like the thing that we should not be stressed about, but I I do it too. It's like, oh no, what if people feel like I'm giving them unequal things or all of my sibling? I can't even imagine doing it with my kids. Like it shouldn't be, should it? I mean, I think it a lot more goes into it when you think of the purpose behind the gift. So, like, I think I've talked about this before on a previous podcast. Maybe. Maybe not. But one year for Christmas, when I say there are several, I can count on one hand. One year, my dad got us rollerblades Oh, for you Christmas. have talked about this. Yeah, he got me a pair. He got him a pair. And... Um, the sad thing is that I was still the age where my feet were growing. And so I eventually outgrew them, (laughs) but I have so many good memories of rollerblading with my dad. And so that was a special gift because yes, the rollerblades themselves were fun, but he gave them to me with the intention of also giving me the gift of time. Mm. And we did spend a lot of time together doing that. That's so awesome. Um, another gift I can remember actually was a specific doll, (laughs) It was called a My Twin Doll, and the doll, you, like, send in a picture of your kid, and they really do try to, like, match the hair color and the eye color and do all of that, and my mom had so much fun picking out that doll and doing all the stuff that goes along with ordering it that that was an extra special year, too, just because I remember bonding with my mom over that whole situation because she was so excited about it. So a lot of it also just has to do with your attitude at Christmas. That's actually so helpful, I think, for people to hear, like, you know, how you give the gift matters and how you choose to spend that time. It's really awesome. Yeah, I mean, you know, sometimes parents have an insecurity about the gifts that they're giving and they'll say things like oh you know I I was only able to get you this or I'm really sorry that this is all we have for Christmas this year but (laughs) if instead you could say something more along the lines of I am so excited to give you this because I couldn't help but think about you when I saw it or oh my goodness look how amazing this is we can spend time doing this together it's all about your perspective because kids really are sponges they'll pick up whatever you give them, you know? And so um, if you can keep that enthusiasm, that's really contagious. And um, it's okay to have some insecurity around the holidays, but try to project the joy to your kids in the giving and let them see how joyful you are to give to them. Um, And hopefully they'll want to pass that on. I smell us slipping into uh, Delilah mode again, where it's like, you know, the holidays are a hard time for everyone. And that's okay. (laughs) (laughs) But the fact is, it is kind of a tough year, a tough couple years where money is tight for a lot of folks. And I don't think that's the kind of thing that is going to ruin or make your kids Christmas. Uh, For sure. And I think if you can afford... Uh, the much more valuable thing of being able to give a day to spend with your kid, that's huge. Absolutely. And doing things like, you know, depending on the weather, going for a walk. Maybe go somewhere that you haven't been before and just make a new memory doing something like that. Um, You might be able to do something like go to a dog shelter, (laughs) you know, and interact with the animals. Um, There are a lot of things that don't cost money that are all – 
experience-based, and that's what really becomes a memory. The things aren't the memory, and I think yeah. the memory, I, I think Jay and I are both coming from a place of now that it's, we haven't lived at home for years, and we're reflecting back on Christmas, all that we have to talk about is the memories. You know, I didn't bring my my twin doll here to the studio to be like, Jay, look at what I got. Um, it's <laughs> not about twin. that. We're here just sharing our memories, and we're able to do a whole podcast about the feeling of Christmas, sure. and so hopefully that is an encouragement. Yeah. Um, something else I think that a lot of uh, people may struggle with during the holiday season, this is when you may or may not be seeing a lot of family, and that can be hard either way. Uh, I think, you know, maybe you don't have a ton of people you can be with during the holiday season, and that can be tough uh, for obvious reasons. And just feeling, you know, alone, I, I think... For us, we're actually moving over the Christmas holiday, so we're, we are spending a lot of time just us. And this past Thanksgiving, we literally spent just our family because of sickness and other things. And I would say that regardless of how that feels in the moment, I think there's something that can be really special about that. And again, it's all about what you bring to it. It's all about the attitude you bring to it with your kids. Did you ever have any holidays like that growing up, Brie, where it was kind of just your immediate family? Yeah, so we had a variety of different Christmases. When I think of traditions, um, my very favorite traditions really did start a little later on um, because... As any listener who spent any time listening to our podcast knows, there has been a lot of loss within my family. Mm -hmm. And so there was a lot of shifting. And one thing that my family consistently does um, is whenever we do have a significant loss, we try to completely change up the holidays. We don't want to try to mimic normalcy. Mm because that's painful because it's not normal. And so like the year that Heather passed away, um, which was in 2016, we, and that, that's my younger sister, for those of you who haven't heard um, about my, my journey up until this point, my little sister passed away when, um, when I was in my last year of college. And so that Christmas, um, instead of being home and doing everything the way we usually did, We instead went in our RV to Gatlinburg, Tennessee, and we just did a lot of fun things that were totally different and out of the norm. And, you know, we did a few things that Heather always used to love to do in Gatlinburg to kind of honor her memory. And then we just had fun doing other things and it didn't really feel like Christmas. We still exchanged gifts and we were still listening to Christmas music, but we weren't trying to live up to a standard that we had built in previous years. Um, and now that a few years have passed, uh, well, I mean, nothing's really normal anyway, because I'm married now. (laughs) And so bringing in my husband into the mix already changes things up too, which has really been a positive. Um, And so we've never totally tried to go back to the way it was before. But there are certain things, you know, we are at my parents' house now on Christmas mornings again. Um, We still eat my great aunt's sticky buns every Christmas morning. (laughs) So we've gone back to some of those traditions. But 
Hey, talk a little bit more about those sticky buns, huh? <laughs> oh, there there are stories actually. You you uh, ask in jest, but no, I um, don't talk. This is a podcast, dude. <laughs> We're here to talk about sticky buns. So my great aunt Pat makes them every year, and we spend Christmas with them. I think even the year Heather passed away, I think she made them ahead of time and brought them, and we still had them in our RV. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but one year. Um, the my mom had some packages that didn't show up before Christmas Eve okay so my mom was really concerned about our packages and so she knew our UPS guy because my mom orders a lot of random stuff and so she knew him and she called him she was like hey Scott um we need our packages and I know that you're not going to be coming down our route. Can I meet you? And so she had like planned a spot in town. And I have to specify in town because, you know, my parents live in the middle of nowhere. So she offered to meet him in town and he was willing to do that. And so she asked Aunt Pat, she was like, can I take him some of the sticky buns? And and Aunt Pat was like, sure, that just makes sense. And so <laughs> my mom took Scott, our UPS guy, a package of my great aunt's homemade sticky buns. And every year since then, even though Scott is no longer our UPS guy, we give sticky buns to whoever is on that route on Christmas Eve. And that's what Christmas is all about, Charlie Brown. (laughs) And it's been a fun tradition because anytime we get a new delivery man or woman and they don't know the tradition they're like what is happening (laughs) we're just like it's tradition we always do this um and so there are traditions like that that have stuck around um but yes I think that some solid advice during the holiday season is if you are in a season of grief which I am well acquainted with don't be afraid to change things up um set a different standard for yourself or be comfortable with no standard at all yeah and feel whatever you're feeling you know the hype of christmas is this communal experience yeah. which in so many ways is beautiful and wonderful but it's at the same time yes and everyone is different and everyone's going through something different and so um you're supposed to have joy at Christmas, but where does that joy come from? Because a lot of times it cannot come from ourselves, and that's okay. For sure. So, yes, I I completely understand. Um, Last year, my mom lost her mom, her dad, and her brother all in the same year. Oh, man. And so we went to Gatlinburg again. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And... You know, last year was crazy because of COVID, too. And so we went and we stayed in the RV, but, like, there was nothing to do. Um, And that's okay. Like, it wasn't our best Christmas, but that's fine because we were together and we all acknowledged that there was something missing. And so that made it okay, you know? That's cool. So the other side of that coin, I think, is... You know, maybe you are expected to be with a whole bunch of your family, and maybe that's awesome. I, I think I've been very lucky for the most part that that they're all a pretty forgiving and good bunch, regardless of how different they are. But maybe for a lot of people, that's not the case, you know? Maybe you're going to go be with family. Maybe they're seeing that you are homeschooling and are judging you for that. I know I've heard people here who work with us talk about that, that they'll go be with family and it suddenly becomes sort of a 
like a police questioning about um, your interrogation. Yes, interrogation. Thank you. Uh, where they're just, you know, really, really trying to get you to spill that you're basically not schooling. Just or, admit you're insane. Yeah, <laughs> that kind of stuff. And that that seems pretty miserable. I, we didn't have any other family members who homeschooled other than, you know, our immediate family, but they were all pretty cool about it. But I know that a lot of people aren't. Yeah. And on top of that, I mean, you've got you've got that issue of just different lifestyles and you all try to mesh and come together again at the holidays. And then, you know, mental health is also a very real thing. And some of you may have parents or siblings who are dealing with mental illness that negatively affects everyone around them. And we're somehow obligated to spend extra time with family during the holidays. And some of that's good because sometimes we need to come back to our roots and we need to remind one another that we see worth in one another. But um, just remember that your family is your priority. So your children are your priority. And um, that was actually, I guess I'm kind of skipping ahead here, but the piece of advice I was going to give, you know, I like to give those little tips at the end. My piece of advice is to slow down and prioritize your family. Um, And slowing down can mean that it's chaos until 8 p.m. at night and then you settle down and you read a good Christmas story or watch a good Christmas movie. Or maybe it means that you take 10 minutes and tell your kids, we're just going to sit and listen to this song and then talk about what it makes us think of. Um, But find a time, if it can't be the majority of your time, find a time to slow down. And regardless of if you're grieving, if you're around difficult people, or if you're just exhausted, you can make time for even just five minutes at the end of the day or in the early morning to slow down and reflect on the real meaning of Christmas, which sounds so cliche, <laughs> but it really is, you know, the, the purpose behind it is good. It may be cliche, but that doesn't mean it's not true. And so the importance of giving the importance of prioritizing the beauty that is around us even when we can't really see it and the sacrificial gift of God actually sending his son to be with us. And just a reminder that, you know, Jesus was fully God and fully man, and that means that it's not totally bad to be human. Yeah. You know, as we do, showing our evangelical Christian cards. But I think that there's something very special about the Christmas story, regardless of what you believe. And it's easy to take what media and commercialism has turned it into and let it really overwhelm you and get you really down. Uh, I know that it has definitely done that for me a lot of my life. But coming back to the root of even just something as simple as why do you give someone a gift? And it's because you love them, as illustrated by God loving us so much that he would send Jesus to become one of us and then die for us. Even the origin story of St. Nicholas, Mm -hmm. um, you know, he was a man who lived a long time ago and he gave gifts to children who had no other way to receive. 
And so that story, too, if that's a story that you want to reflect on, the origin story of Santa Claus. Yeah, and there was uh, Heat Miser and Snow Miser. And... Right. Yeah, all those guys. Frosty, of course. <laughs> <laughs> He's Mr. Sun. That was such a classic. I hope you guys are making sure that this generation gets to see the beauty of what was... Are those movies good? Like, I wonder if we watched those with our now brain, would we no, be like... No, they weren't good. Are you kidding? <laughs> but, but they were entertaining and wholesome. He's Mr. 101. Uh, did you were you on that one, Jay? You've done so many different voices with Veggie Tales. Okay, and I such. was were so you... super not born yet. <laughs> Just but if I had been ask, born, yes, of course I would. Yes, of course on. you would have. <laughs> yeah, those are good memories. Um, just, I don't know. I also think sometimes, especially new homeschoolers, can think, okay, well, we've got to make sure we do school until <laughs> the week of Christmas. Oh, thank you for talking. This is the other thing I wanted to hit. Thank you for reminding me. Yes. That's about all I had to say about it. So I want to hear what you have to add. Well, I was just going to say, you don't. You don't have to. You don't have to do that. And there's so much, like I said, study the history of Santa Claus. Study uh, math by baking cookies. Um, nice. Give give gifts to people and talk about how that, you know, psychologically can help people. I mean, there are so many ways to involve actual science and learning into the Christmas season. And if you are someone who's really hurting this year... If you need to to continue on with school, feel free to do that, but also remember to slow down. I think yep. that it doesn't matter how you're feeling this Christmas season, whether you are over-the-top ecstatic or you are borderline in a ball on the floor crying, <laughs> everybody needs to slow down. And your kids will benefit from slowing down. Yeah. And there are ways to do that through doing school or through not doing school, but, you know. Practice long division by counting your sticky buns. Just remember that the pressure that you feel is usually pressure you're putting on yourself, and it's usually not from an outside source. Yeah. Okay, well, this is going to be a shorty today. I'm drinking a smoothie. I'm feeling pretty good, except for that it's literally burning hot in here. I'm sorry I left the heater on. I'm going to take this shirt off, too. Well, also, the weather outside is frightful. All right. Oh okay. Nope. The end. All right. That's the end of the podcast. We can't do any more now because Bree did the bad thing. <laughs> um, by frightful though, right now in Tennessee, <laughs> it's um, just bad rain. It's it's gross and it's yeah, weird. It's, it's not even cold outside. It's very strange. So. All right, everybody. That really is it. We're calling it. Thanks for hanging out with us. Yeah. Hey, email us your questions for the new year because uh, we got this new fancy studio space and we are just itching Excited to use it. Excited to use it. Yes, for sure. Um, we appreciate you guys. Please know that if you need resources for your family, if you are a homeschool family in need, whether that be you just need some encouragement because you're going through a lot as a family, or if you need some financial assistance, we are are a part of the Homeschool Care Foundation, and we do yes. have resources available. So if that's something that you need, please reach out to us. And remember that we are here during the holiday season to pray for you and just to support however we can. And we are very thankful for the Homeschool Care Foundation for allowing us to have this podcast. Yeah. You can send an email to them at contactus at homeschoolcare.org or directly to Bree and I 
at thegreatestgiftpodcast at gmail.com. We'd be happy to get you connected. Nice. Okay. And what? <laughs> maybe maybe take that part out. I don't know what that You guys, I apologize for Jay's behavior. That was uncalled for. <laughs> <laughs> All right. See ya. Bye, guys.